this is kind of a uh, law and order style intro. So imagine the dun-dun. In the fly fishing world, the people are represented by two separate yet equally important groups, those who take themselves seriously and those who do not. These are the tales of those who certainly do not. So buckle up. This is another episode of Cast Your Faith, the podcast. Or something like that. I don't know. Um, okay. Yeah. So now that we're recording... Um... All right. So now that we're recording, let me get this straight. You caught your wife's car on fire? No, I did not. <laughs> I, I saw pictures that looked like you caught your wife's car on fire. I might have been driving said car, but uh, it was a recall that we did not get a letter on. <laughs> Good Lord. And the whole thing, went, how long did it take for the whole thing to go up? Six minutes. Get out of here. <laughs> so, and, and you were on the highway, right? We were on 635 going over Northwest Highway heading towards Cedar Creek. And the car made the weirdest noise I've ever heard. And then I looked at the dash, and it says, please put car in park to start vehicle. This is the time you want to get out. <laughs> We're in gridlock traffic going 20 miles an hour. We're sorry for the inconvenience. The eject seats will arm in 30 seconds. <laughs> and I start pressing the gas pedal. I was like, oh, that's not working. That's, that's a bad sign. Yeah. yeah. And before I can even do it, my Meg has hit the hazards. I'm like, okay, cool. We're on it. And I pull. It takes a while, but we get over to the right lane. It's under construction, so there's no shoulder. And thank goodness there was this wonderful person in an 18-wheeler, saw what was happening, and blocked us. Jumped out, opened the hood. Flames coming out of the manifold. Okay. Closed the hood as fast as I could, ran back, made sure it was okay for the family to get out, and I said, get, get out. And then I went into beast mode because we were going to a friend's lake house, and the car was completely packed full of stuff. Laptops, you name it. Yep. And gutted the car in 45 seconds. You caught your wife's car. <laughs> I'm just, I'm yep. just impressed with you. I wanted you to know that. I haven't I, seen you since it happened. I'm, I'm thrilled everyone's alive, but uh, you caught your wife. I'm just I impressed. Did. I did. Yeah. Especially. So yeah. So Clay sent me the pictures, and he just sent me the pictures with no, you know, note, right? And right. I was just like, oh, well, that sucks for somebody. I thought he was just driving down the highway, and he was like, oh, it's Brian. I was like. Oh. Oh no! Oh my God, that's horrible. Um, you know, and then I, I I text Brian to see if he's okay, and then he just you know we just end up joking back and forth for twenty minutes about wow. something. But uh, all right, let's start the show. Let's, oh yeah, let's yeah. start doing so, this. So what I would say for you when you go back and listen to this, when we go into let's start the show, that's when I think we play the canned intro, and then coming out of that, you'll introduce everybody and do the the pass off. So it's like just random you. You tune in, you start listening, you're just listening to silly Somebody. table talk for the first two minutes, and then the canned intro kicks in, then you're introducing Yeah, I mean, so the only, my only thought, on one, it's much easier for me to just stick at the front, and two, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
is that if you do have us just on some sort of uh, you know playlist or auto populate or whatever, instead of just going into what is happening right now in my audio, you at least like oh it's the Cast Your Faith podcast, and right. and then it goes into to the silliness. And and three, it's significantly easier for me to okay. just stick it on the front. Since one and three both seem to be the same reason. Oh I wait, wait, like I've got a fourth point. Very <laughs> but, uh, to you. Okay, yeah. All right. Um, is there a Rage Against the Machine button? Sorry, no, again, you got, you got to get into the mic with your Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay. okay. Um, all right, so now at this point, you can so cut now, all the So we could go on. So so today on the Cast Your Faith podcast, we've got uh, our fearless leader, Clay Christian, the Golden Pipes, Kenneth Lawrence, and perennial guest, uh, serial guest, I, I, honorary co-host, former leader of Cast Your Faith when no, Clay no, no, is an Avery. No, 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 no. no, no, no. He no, took no, over no. for you the last time he was here because he had to. You, you, you. Okay. What's the thing okay. where the president like okay. can't perform his duties? <laughs> um, yeah, that. And he just had to take over, and it was it was, it was wonderful. And thank you. So it's Brian Wilmer again. Um, and if you weren't paying attention, Brian is the one that caught his wife's car on fire. Caught his wife's um, car yes. on fire. Yeah, totally just caught his wife's car. And, um, <laughs> Hated so, that damn car. So, uh, so today on the Cast Your Faith podcast, we're not talking about fishing, uh, but we are going to talk about bird camp. And um, before we do that, depending on when this plays, the Fall Family Fandango is either coming up or will have already happened. But <laughs> either way, it's going to be an amazing event on October 30th here at St. James Episcopal Church in Dallas, Texas, for all our international listeners that is in the United States of America. Worth the flight from wherever you are. Absolutely. So, uh, Wichita Falls. We're going to have food. We're going to have live music. <laughs> we're going to have uh, multiple bounce houses. That's right. Multiple, more there than one. There will be fandangoing. That's, that's the best part. There will be good stuff. Do, do we have a menu for the fandango yet? Uh, yeah, you, we've had some preliminary discussions. Okay. I think it's going to be uh, brisket-centric. Uh, maybe chopped beef sandwiches, brisket nachos, maybe a brisket chili, you know, something where we can make the cooking pretty simple. But, right. Uh, do uh, the food. We, do we have any vegan options? Um, no, no. As a matter okay. of fact, right. there will be one vegan option, and that would be not eating. St. <laughs> <laughs> Augustine. If you're, I love this. If you're looking for the Absolutely vegan option, it's it. starvation. Yeah. All right, so uh, I, I, the so the bird camp, I believe, is a this is a Kenneth Bryan. Yeah, so we had yeah. to have we had to have Brian back on the show because it's getting to be the time of the year where uh, Brian and I had one of our greatest life adventures together. Uh, we went to visit one of Brian's longtime friends up in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, ostensibly to hunt grouse. Um. Brian had been up there a couple of times. I'd never been, but we coordinated a trip. We got all our um, travel arrangements made. We thought we were being pretty squared away, and then we got to the airport. <laughs> uh, and jump in here, Brian, if I make something up or miss something up, but we got there plenty of time. Life is good. Um, we were a little shy on the time. We were, we were, we were. I think we hit it about the two-hour mark. We were close. There was one gate attendant working, and we were trying to check a firearm. Two. This. 
And it was her first day. Oh, it was, it was all. And she was like, well, I don't really even work for American Airlines. I just work for the airport. So it all starts going bad. But we do finally make it through her scrutiny and on to our TSA agent who's checking our firearm case. He can wiggle half of his little finger inside of our firearm case, and he deems this a threat to national security. So, so like it didn't it didn't seal completely tight. It, it was not the, his, or the, the lock wasn't right. Right. Yeah, okay. It was right. accessible, and we could possibly take over our completely disassembled shotguns, assemble them, and take over the plane. Right. So, because you guys have the the, were the miracle. Belly. Right. Um, pinky-sized shotguns that are able to slide through this Correct. corner. Needless right. to say, we were disappointed. <laughs> uh, because, as by way of background, the getting to the place we went in the Upper Peninsula is a lot of traveling. We had to fly into Milwaukee and drive from Milwaukee to this remote place we were going. So it's not as if there's you know a million flights a day to Milwaukee, right? There's two. So if you miss the first one, then you're stuck in the airport for eight and a half hours. It was 12. 12 hours. A long time. In Mil- Milwaukee. No, yeah. oh, in no. Dallas. Oh, in Dallas. I just here, right? I'm, I'm here. Yeah. Okay. So I know what you're thinking. You, you guys live here. Why didn't you just go back to the house and hang out for a little bit? Because we knew that we had to accomplish something. <laughs> And that was, we had to go to every bar that DFW International <laughs> Airport had. We first went to Bass uh, Pro Shops. Yeah. We didn't have to at go a get a new gun store, case. Grabbed a six pack, sat in said Bass Pro Shops parking lot, and drank the six pack. Nothing, nothing tells the world that you've really got your life squared away when. Your pair of 40-year-old men sitting in the cab of a truck at 9.30 in the morning sucking down a six-pack of beer. We've, things are going good at that point. You're, you're pretty much the pinnacle of manhood. But okay, so we eventually get on a plane. We get to uh, Milwaukee. Uh, we get picked up by uh, another uh, friend uh, that was kind enough to, to do that. And, uh, you know, we've kind of been drinking all day, and we realized that if we stop drinking now and go to sleep... Party's over for today. There's nothing else to be done. So we drink the entire ride up there. And it's a four-hour, four-and-a-half-hour drive, five hours. We're, we're going pretty heavy into the uh, the suds. And Okay, wait. So hold on. Yeah. You, this is, you arrived at the airport at, at what time again? 1230 at night. In Milwaukee? Yeah. No, 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 no. Oh, the, to start our day, we were yeah. there at probably 8.30. So you're there at 8.30 in the morning. Yeah. You arrive in Milwaukee at what time? 12, 12.30. 12, 12.30. Okay, so now we're full, full day. Hard. And then some. We slept right. on the floor at DFW. Wait, wait, hold on. I wouldn't say sleep, but. Yeah. Can't wait, drink. Let, let me get this straight. Hold on, because I feel like we're. This is an important detail sure, to me. Sure. So you guys arrived at eight thirty in the morning at DFW. Yes. I left DFW, hit the parking lot, hit the Bass Pro Shop. We get back there. Now it's what a three four hour flight to Milwaukee. Yeah, three. I think it's like two, okay. So you're so you're half. okay. So you're boarding your your flight at nine p.m. Yeah, just 
almost so at, exactly at nine what, thirty something. At like what that, point yeah. and how many business travelers stepped over you when you were asleep on the floor at what four PM at DFW? Uh it's a fair fair question. I don't have a good answer for you, Congressman, because I was in fact asleep. <laughs> I have a great answer. We were smart enough to find the least traveled spot. Oh, we were right. That's right. I got a sunburn. We were right by the windows. Wait, exactly. Yes, that's right. No, we people uh, actually did step over you. I'm, I'm quite I slept certain in the they chair. did. I, uh, I watched people step over you. Pulled a your I, yeah, I had bag my backpack or something. Yeah, I, I was done. Yeah, it was. You it was pulled good. a me on the. I, yeah, yeah that, that's definitely a claim. But this was also move. after we hit every bar. In Terminal C. We needed a nap. So we, right. But we get to Milwaukee. Okay, we're, we're making the, the trip up, and we're continuing to drink to entertain ourselves. And we get there, and our host, uh, great guy, Greg with uh, PaddlingMichigan.com, look him up, um, says, guys, we're going to go duck hunting in about uh, an hour, hour and a half. So there's no going to bed when we get to this place. So what do you do if you're not going to bed? You stay up and keep drinking. <laughs> I've never been to this place. I've never met these people. I know Brian and no one else. We drink until 4 o'clock in the morning, and we're headed out to the duck blind. Well, I was moving slowly. <laughs> it took me, I think, a week and a half to get my waders and boots on. So by the time I get geared up, these guys have disappeared into the UP blackness, and I have no idea where they are. I'm wandering around this guy's property, lost and incredibly intoxicated. I can't find the duck blind. And it's not like I can yell, hey, where are you guys? Until <laughs> finally I see him flickering a flashlight at me. It's like, oh, thank God I'm going to get lost and eaten by a wolf. This is I, not how I wanted to I go I gave out. him the, uh, the Bobby Light <laughs> flashlight Good. jiggle. Yeah. It's... You you were on it. That's, that's yeah. It's a good, solid move. I saw him struggling. Yeah. But we're as committed outdoorsmen. We found a way to be up early, ready to hunt ducks, and we sat there and froze for an hour, and we saw two ducks. Took a hundred and sixty eight shots <laughs> at these two ducks. <laughs> then put our shotguns up and went back into the house and went back to bed. Went to bed. Yeah, went to bed. Yeah. It was an incredible 24-hour period getting there. It was a good trip. So, well, how many? How, how long were you there? Four days. Okay. So, oh, I think we were there for at least five. Four or five. Yeah. Okay, so you, you, you go back to sleep at, what, like, I don't know, ten, or two sleep, not back. Yeah, at 10, 11 o'clock We went morning, to bed like at, that. like, 10.30 yeah. in the morning. Yeah, and slept until, what, the next morning? Almost? No, I think yeah. we woke up at about... Five. Okay. Yeah. yeah, we were up that afternoon. Right. And then okay. we we were back in I the game. I think we attempted again or went grouse hunting. Yeah. yeah, we I I don't think we went grouse hunting. I think that was the day we literally just sat around and watched uh gold miners or whatever the <laughs> Bering Sea Gold, whatever yep. show Greg was obsessed with. <laughs> and learned cribbage. And learned how to play cribbage. Oh yeah. He's Yankees. Are crazy. <laughs> it is no cribbage is great. My dad used to play. It's cribbage. the most ridiculous the card game ass. you've ever played in your life. Yeah, you with, would, with the, Jeff. You would love cribbage. You love I've, to wear fly fishing vests and uh, 
Quaker click glasses. Thank I you. know he's trying to make fun of me, but it's. I feel, I feel like that was forced. It was. I don't it feel was like really he forced. He's been. Really he's bad. been. Yeah, he just can't he's let the game get him. The thing is, is that he's over there trying to make fun of me, and he's just making himself look bad. I know it's sad. It is. It. But so Cribbage is the one with the, with the like the wooden. You go. Yeah, you the got little pegs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, we, used to, it, we used to play that all the time. So much math. It is. <laughs> And, you yeah. know, Brian and I obviously hadn't played this before. And it's all these Yankees want to do. Like, if there's a free 15 minutes, they want to play some cribbage. Let's get a few, uh, let's get a few turns in. Mm-hmm. So we played a lot of cribbage. And then finally the time came. Conditions were just right. We were going to actually go grouse hunting, which was, again, ostensibly the entire reason for our trip. Um, so we're, we're out in the field. Uh, we've got a dog working. Um, we think we're on a couple of birds, but it, nothing really ever pans out. We are, uh, then just walking a, a timber road and goofing off and talking and whatever dog alerts stops. We look up and right there on a tree, not 20 feet away from us is a real live in-person grouse. The guy that uh, is taking us out, Greg, is uh, he doesn't have his gun, and Brian is behind me, so it has fallen on me to be the one to take down the one grouse so we can have a successful hunt. So I throw my gun up, I take dead aim at it, and I pull the trigger, and the gun is still on safety. Oh. To which I unleash a very loud expletive that apparently frightened the one grouse <laughs> in the upper peninsula of Michigan away and ended our our chance at putting a trophy on the uh the melt the wall for for that trip <laughs> there was a second one about 15 minutes later i didn't have anything to do with missing that one oh. no he was so, just still in front of me oh. <laughs> <laughs> same side of the road same kind of tree but we learned their pattern literally on the last day. Yeah, yeah. There was some there was some inclement inclement weather uh, oh, a couple God. of days. Um, but yeah, gorgeous trip, um, beautiful scenery, a lot of fun. Uh, Big lake. getting home was much easier than getting there. <laughs> so it was good. That's bird camp. It's that uh, it's that time of year. Um, I'm gonna try to think about getting another trip together. I think we're stuck supposed at the airport, to be there so. right about this time of year. Yeah, so. yeah I've never hunted grouse, uh, duck plenty, um, uh, pheasant once, and I've got I've got a buddy that keeps trying to get me to go with him on this pheasant hunt that is right after Christmas, and um, it never works with my family schedule. But right? Yeah, that's pesky family. Can I get his number? <laughs> yeah, sure. Seven. He's number seven. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> thank you for the bird camp yeah, story. No, that absolutely. sounds like every it's like every misadventure rolled up into one. I feel it like was it was pretty like, incredible. Yeah, but did Brian catch anybody's car on fire? He didn't. That's good. Uh, he did steal an ATV. Oh, on me, that trip, me and Andy did. Yes. Yeah. And he stole the ATV so that he could drive drunkenly through the North Country woods and discharge firearms. That is a safety tip, kids, of what not to do. Yeah. Four in the morning. Oh, well, that's right. With with our ride from Milwaukee. 
the bridge on this property that you had to take over the river was about two millimeters wider than a four-wheeler on each side. Okay. And he went over it in the middle of the night with no lights. No, no lights discharging firearms at 60 <laughs> like miles an hour, right? Like Lone Ranger yeah. popping caps. Yeah, that's... It uh, sounds awesome. It was amazing. Yeah. Good times. Um, Good I'm times. trying to remember the uh, national forest we were in. Yeah, it's... Uh, an Indian name. Yeah, I'm probably. Hiawatha. Pocahontas. Oh. Hiawatha National Forest. It's, yeah, right? Yeah. That's Canada. You've been up there several times, right? To, up to Michigan? No. This is my, uh, this is my first, first trip up okay, there. Okay, I thought you had been up there a few, few other times. No, it was. Uh, it, it's an unbelievable place just from the, the scenery aspect of it. But then the lack of people, there's nobody up there. You'll drive an hour and not see any sign of civilization. It's it's really pretty desolate. And for me, one of the cool things was that it was so desolate, right? You're like, oh, my God, this puts in perspective just how insignificant a turd I am on this place. Uh, it was really cool. I liked it a lot. Neat. So. Oh. Uh, you just, you, we Ryan, were, you could just ask the question I on the I gotta, podcast. I got to we whisper were, it across. Yeah. We were uh, quoting and enjoying uh, Moonlight and Escanaba. Escanaba. There it is. Which is a fine movie. If you've never seen oh, Jesus. I, I Escanaba haven't. in the Moonlight, Escanaba in the Moonlight. <laughs> if you haven't seen Escanaba in the Moonlight, I highly recommend it. This it's, is uh, how we prepared Kenneth to come up. We, uh, okay. I studied it. I wanted to have my uh, local diction down good, don't you know? So we watched Escanaba into Moonlight. Made me think about pasties. <laughs> cheese curds. Love cheese curds. I stopped on the way up at a gas station and bought a pound of cheese curds and ate every last one of them. Wow. I, but we I also can... brought some Texas to the UP. Yeah, I'm, so what is a pound of cheese curds and... 16 hours of drinking do to you. You uh, stay regular. Yeah. I'm, I'm not so sure it's about what it does to you. <laughs> I was going to say it does the opposite. It's, but, uh, uh, it's more about what you do to the plumbing. <laughs> well, just for, uh, as, as we're saying, I always send up my buddy Greg, who lives up there now, is from PaddlingMichigan.com. PaddlingMichigan.com. Uncle, Uncle Duckies. Uncle Duckies. There's sponsorship opportunities available, Greg. Don't let this pass you by. Once in a lifetime event. I send two bags of El Phoenix chips and two bottles of sauce up there every time I go. That's right, El Phoenix. Quayar family, if you're listening, uh, there's when sponsorship we opportunities available. When we went on our awesome trip, that box of two bags of chips and two bottles of hot sauce Minus the cost of actually buying said products, cost me $95. It cost him more to ship chips and salsa than it did for me to ship every piece of ammunition we ordered. It damn near cost more than the plane that's the, flight. That's the commitment we have to good chips and salsa. We will pay $100 to FedEx them so we don't have to eat the tomato sauce that Yankees consider salsa. I, I, that makes sense. I. Y- but you were flying up there. Why didn't you just bring them with you? 
Look, I was not in charge of the salsa and chips, Congressman, so I can't accurately answer that question. That sounds like a much better idea. Right. But... But given the fact that, that we were wildly money. unsuccessful traveling with guns, why would we think that food products would be any different? It's true. I mean, you could have had some Unfortunately, he left out all the conversations with all the ladies that worked for American that we had. <laughs> there were a variety of different levels of enthusiasm for having to deal with us. Yeah. It ranged from very excited to about to call security and ask you to leave. Sure, yeah. That's... So many levels. Of well, anytime you're flying with a firearm, it's just uh, even on the same airport because I used to do it quite a bit, and the the rules seem to change minutely by and depending on who you talk to and who well, and shows up. Yeah, there's in most cases there's a one person judge and jury, whoever the TSA yeah. supervisor in that terminal is. Whatever they say goes. There's we no were good. Yeah. We just got. One person that we had to deal with, and she was super slow. Mm-hmm. And literally, by the time we got to her, she went, I don't deal with guns, and points us over to upper management. And then we got to sit in that line, but then they, they got us up front real quick. And we missed getting the guns checked by one minute. Uh, yeah, because you have to check firearms. Three hours. Like, yeah, some. Two and a, two and a half hours. Some in number advance. ahead wow, of their new time. number. Yeah. yeah. So. We missed it by one minute, and this poor girl lost her mind. And, of course, Kenneth with his dapper charm. I'm a people person. I'm a people I mean, person. I, I don't right. know what yeah. to tell you. I'm yeah. a people person. He I love much, people. He pretty much said, hold my beer. We'll be back in about an hour. Yeah. <laughs> don't so worry we went about to go this. Buy a, we, we went to go it. buy a new gun case. Obviously stopped at the Exxon. Right. Right. Had to get a 6 We're gentlemen. We're gentlemen. I think yeah. we really just stopped for smokes and dip, and then and just then you're like, well, I mean, well, it I mean, yeah. doesn't make any sense to get snuff if I mean, you're not going to get beer. It's nine forty-five in the morning. We should yeah. probably get a six-pack. That's no, 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 no. Put that down. We're going to need something with higher ABV, please. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, we end up at Bass Pro Shops, and we've got the six-pack, and we have one, and well, I mean, then we kind of look at each other like, well. What are you getting? Hell, we've got 12 hours till yeah. our flight. Can't well, take it with you. Yeah, I mean, you can't take it with you. You're going to fly. You're just going to leave it in the backseat of the car no. for four days. No. That doesn't, it could get Silly. hot. It was yeah. amazing. What are we, made of money? Right. We played bumper cars on the way back to the airport. <laughs> bouncing off guardrails. It was awesome. That's. <laughs> no, it totally was. Totally kidding, uh, but. It was an adventure for sure. That sounds like it. Um, so. Grouse, they, I mean, I, I know that you're clearly not an expert, but um, is it like shooting them out of a tree? Is that normal? I mean, are, are they supposed yes. to flush or? I, I think so you, there's, there's one of two things that grouse do. I'm just going to step in real yeah, quick. Go, go ahead, please. No. They're either on the ground or they're in the tree. So, the, so you're not wing shooting. I mean, they're not like, or are you? I, you just shoot them off the damn branch. Generally, if, if you flush, you'll wing shoot them. Okay. So I just so you guys went all the way to Michigan to shoot birds. We were hoping they were on the ground and they would flush. Okay, got it. All right. We didn't know that they were roosting in the tops of the trees the entire time while we're staring at the ground hmm. with a bird dog. Bird dog that's that's doing nothing, right? That is amazing. I've okay. worked with this dog for years. He is awesome. 
Yeah, but he can't. But point he can't figure it out the because top of the tree. he yeah. smells them, but he doesn't can know. find yeah. where they had sat on the ground. Uh-huh. But they're not there anymore. And we had gotten we had gotten snow earlier in the week, and that's really what shut us down yeah. the first couple of days. And we woke up to icy, you know, yeah, decking. And it was it was my first experience of uh, wolves hearing wolves in the wild. <laughs> and when you uh, go out on the uh, the deck and you're just enjoying a little night air. And uh, you hear a wolf howl for the first time. Makes you rethink those late night trips to the deck to uh, <laughs> take in the night air. Yeah, it's a little different than a coyote. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's guttural. I mean, you can feel it as much as you can hear it. It's like me driving up to what they call AT and T Hill, which is the only place that you could get cell service. First time I called a client. Second time did it to call my wife. At about ten thirty at night, and then you could hear some rustling in the bushes, and then some howling, and then you realized there was a pack of wolves, literally surrounding <laughs> your side by side. Then you realized oh. I'm dinner. <laughs> <laughs> you were talking about a flipping a one eighty and no. going a hundred. Uh, Meg, I gotta go. Yep, yep. and yeah. uh, hard pass. P.S. Six years in the future, I'm going to light your car on fire. <laughs> oh, oh, man. This is turning into a good one. So, um, real roaster. So, okay. I, I don't. God. I'd like to bring a golf ball and some string. Oh. Wow. That was. Highly underrated. That was Highly no. I I applaud that. That was great. And the impressive thing is, you let the game come to you. <laughs> did you that... just slid it right in there? It yeah, was great. That was he did it perfectly timed. Um, I think um, he's asking if you'd like a beer. And no, I'm good. I'm still have have one. Um, and tonight's uh, beer is free beer. Thank you. Okay, just because somebody else buys it. Anyway, um, welcome. But I didn't. <laughs> you yeah. never do. We know. Okay. Uh, I've bought beer every episode. Thank you. Swatted that one back. Why, why are we getting in this conversation? This is the um, third one, and I've bought yeah. the beer twice. Okay. Um, okay. Oh, like you, can't have, again. you can't have it so, off my conversation. No. You, the whole idea is that the conversation's on my. That's what the podcast is. That's like. Anyway. This is something well, this our is listeners would like to hear yeah. about who brought beer. And right. let me ask a question before we get really deep into this. Kenneth Lawrence is there brought any, the first 12-pack. Is there any chance that uh, when you brought beer last time, you also brought beer mm. and you both are right? Yes, mm. you are correct, Solomon. Yeah, so I believe that time was the time that you brought a six pack and told us there were about eight <laughs> beers. In there. Eight. <laughs> Guys, I've got a six pack over here. I think there's about eight left. Uh, that that's not the way math works. Uh, Says who? Wow, that was yeah. There were eight of them in there. Uh, that was also the same evening he tried to convince us 
that a 12-pack was way better than two six-packs. <laughs> yeah, so much better. Yep. Really? Yeah, it, yep. Was, it was no, the... No, it's two six-packs or better Was that the other episode? I no, was no, not no, it was a, no, it was a... No, it was a... I'm trying to get them to give me a 12-pack, but all they had were two sixes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Let me be real uh, honest. You guys sound way better without headphones on. <laughs> no. Thanks. Um, Thank you. Um, okay. Um, bushes. It's, <laughs> I'm pretty sure we picked that up. I can hear it. No, um, <laughs> uh, well, I think it's time to hit the theme. Squirrel watch sinner thingy. Yeah. So, just so everybody knows, and we probably haven't been super clear about uh, squirrel watch center. It's and it's uh, we're not super clear <laughs> on its format, but it is literally just a platform to talk about whatever we want to talk about. Um, sometimes it will involve squirrels. Sometimes it will just be a mental squirrel that runs through our head and, and we want to talk about it. So yeah. um, just thought we needed to clarify that no, for, I, for people. Yeah, I think absolutely. Because who knows how many people are listening to this just trying to get information about squirrels. Right. I mean, there's there's a huge demand. I was talking to a neighbor of mine about squirrels today. He's got a he's Doesn't got a couple surprise me. He's got a couple break barrels and uh nice. he's got a nice target range. I mean he's you should Bill? see some of the groups. No, a different one. Um see some of the groups in his but he took me in his backyard to show me the his uh his target range where he's been training. Yes. And his groups are I mean, he's putting from from the porch to the corner of his backyard. That's gotta be I don't know, 25 yards. And he's, I mean, he's putting them in, in a, in a half dollar. He's, he's lighting up the squirrel headshot. Yeah. He's, he's training. He's focusing. He's, so, he's, he's devoting set, himself to yeah. this. I've set up a 30 yard range from my sidewalk, <clears throat> the front yard sidewalk. I open the gate and I can hit the back. Shoot straight back. Your neighbors must that, love you so much. Can you imagine <laughs> just watching this unfold? Yeah. So for those that that in the twenties of people that listen to us, if you don't know what Clay looks like, he's about six foot nine. He <laughs> is completely bald headed, but has a very full beard. Right. Okay. So imagine you're his neighbor, and about ten o'clock on a Saturday morning. You see this creature come wandering out, and, but smoking he, a grape-flavored cigar. He's had he's had all eight of the beers in his six-pack at this point. Yeah, and he decides he's setting up a Dumbling shooting range Dumbling from his down. front yard to his backyard. And, and let me tell you, right now, this time of year, Clay's yard looks like the Halloween spirit store. Thank you. Thank you very much. Well, uh, I spent was gonna... two hundred more dollars today. Thank it's, you. It's absolutely ridiculous. I went over there the other day. I couldn't even walk to his door without tripping over seventy-three decorations. And you got this thing hanging from the door. You can't even get in the house. It's so you've got the the, the haunted mansion. The man with the grape cigar in stumbling his through his underwear, and, and and he's got Clay, a gun in his hand. Yeah, and, and Clay. <laughs> And Clay is best. He's not allowed to. I. How did you not get arrested? Yeah, Clay is best known on our podcast for being the guy that cannot cannot walk through the river without taking a swim. Falling down. Yeah. So I can only can only imagine how many times he tripped over his own Halloween decorations. Guns are flying left and right. Cigars are going. All eight beers of the six pack flying into the air. 
I, mean, I just it insults me that a law-abiding citizen with a gun case that was subpar caught the ire of the TSA, <laughs> but this mongoloid wandering through his front yard in his underwear with a gun doesn't alert anyone. See something, oh. say something, people. This is what we have to be on the well, lookout I, for. I think what we're seeing here is that Clay's lived in that house for a while, and apparently... Hit, this is at 20 the point years. Where, where the I'm almost paid off. Thank you very much. Congratulations. Th- this is yeah. He's lived there so long that you the, the neighbors. Years. No, that math isn't checking out. But um, <laughs> but but he does have eight beers in his six pack. So <laughs> that, yeah, there we go. There might so, be nine. Yeah, may, you know <laughs> what? That's a man that would love cribbage. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be great. I feel like Greg would shoot him. My my uh, in my, the my, foot. Right. My feeling here is that his neighbors at this point. When he comes stumbling, tripping over the Halloween decorations with with the rifle, eh. they look out and they're like, "Nah, it's Tuesday." It's you yeah. know, but it's just normal. You you've normalized that behavior. Yeah, I uh, did get one this morning before church. <laughs> and that's why I was late. I'm sorry. What are we talking about? Squirrels? The squirrels? Squirrels? squirrels. Yes. Squirrels yes. Or, a, or an eight pack? I'm not sure. Yeah. yeah, it's the only thing I'm getting. Uh, Woody forgot to tell you is that he was the one walking around with the air horn. Right. No, 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 no. Oh, (laughs) God, this story here. So, uh, Nick, you've heard on Nick's Nighttime Ramblings and haven't heard because we just finally got some decent sound equipment to record our episodes, and he is not allowed anywhere near it. So, anyways, my neighbor... uh, at the end of the street, decided he was going to clean out his garage and gave nice enough to give Nick two nice, wonderful Lake Highlands stadium chairs with beverage holders in them and also a air horn. So I am on top. I have my extension ladder on top. uh, I'm I'm eight and... uh, I'm about 14 feet up into the tree on my extension ladder. Wait, wait, hold on. You're you're in tree for what reason again? Oh, um, I was hanging one of the new Halloween he, ghosts. He that no we longer got. uses firearms <laughs> to hunt squirrels. <laughs> he likes to choke them out. <laughs> so he's got to sneak up behind him. <laughs> And he grabs them. The problem is he has really big hands. So getting it around their tiny little throats is hard sometimes. He's real clumsy with it. He's a big, dumb animal, folks. God, I love these guys. Um, yeah, I decided shooting it wasn't enough sport. I'm kind of right there with you. Uh, you pretty much got me. Uh, so I'm standing on, I'm on the ladder. Actually, I was trying to hang a... Halloween de- decoration and direction, uh, yeah, decoration, and uh, I I actually set up a, a small target up above it. But anyways, uh, anyways, I'm trying to spread the arms out on this uh, ghost that I'm hanging. It's a big old ten foot long ghost, big arm span, wingspan, whatever just, you want to call it. I'm and for the record, uh, I don't believe it's ten feet. Okay. You were telling us about the air horns. So, <laughs> there I am. I think we just have to see how long he'll go and where it ends. I mean, I just... So, I, I was home. tying it off. I was tying it off. And the... I Let's was just tie- tie- <laughs> I was tying... I'm tying... He's tying it off. I'm trying to tie the... Now he doesn't even remember what he was tying. <laughs> 
I'm I'm dying the ghost on. Right. And you Nick, mentioned that for the last Nick, 15 minutes. Nick says, "Hey dad, he's standing right underneath me." Look hey at dad. the commitment to excellence. He's just broadcasting right through us. He's just yes. ignoring us. So good. He's trying to fight through. <laughs> But now that he stopped, will he ever regain his momentum and be able to finish the story? Thank I don't you. know. Okay, okay. All right, okay. All right go for so, it. So FNA, anyways, Cotton. FNA. So Nick is standing directly underneath me and says, Daddy, honk, and blows the air horn. And it took everything in me not to fall off of that ladder because wait, hold I on. jumped back two feet. You didn't fall off the ladder. I did not fall off the ladder. And Lady, seems, ladies and gentlemen, I have an important announcement. <laughs> first of all, I don't believe this. But secondly, if it is true, this is the first time that we've got a story about Clay not falling. Not falling. Not Thank falling. you. Thank you very much. It's only because I was not in the water. <laughs> <laughs> Had I been on a 14-foot ladder in the water, which is not uncommon. If you've ever been swamp squirreling, that's I'm, the way they do it. I'm going to be honest. I zoned out and just realized he was on a ladder. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, there is a... Uh, we said we weren't going to talk about fit fly fishing, but uh, Kenneth brought up uh, in a uh, in the water. Actually, one of my, my bucket list fish is a Lahontan cutthroat trout, which is only native to Pyramid Lake, which fly anglers uh, carry ladders out into the water and they stand on top of the the ladder... And cast as far as they can. Just out. like you're on a casting platform yep. on a on a yeah. boat. Yeah. Interesting. This could be um you know, when we finally complete our White Rock Lake flats boat build. Dude, there we go. Which is right gonna there. be our in fact I have an idea. So I have, you have this holes uh, on it because you can't okay, have so a motor. I, so I'm, I got uh, no, having you can. some lathe drag. Right yeah, actually it's, it's, it's a horsepower deal. It's like, oh, yeah. it's, oh, but yeah. it's like 12. So you get a little five horsepower outboard. It's less than that. My friend is I think it's twelve. Actually, I looked it up the other day. Uh, well, but even if it's five, five's fine. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's like, yeah. You're, yeah, you're not skiing behind it. No, no, no. It's, it's so. I've seen that 57 Chevy car drive yeah. through the boat ramp and yeah, take right down in there. I'm pretty sure I'm the only member here that had watched in person the like 1996 Bassmasters Classic on White Rock. Yes, I can tell you I wasn't yeah, no, there for that. Absolutely. I was, I was not yeah. there. No. I was present. Okay. Present. So. Harms. So I got this. So one of the guys I work with, uh, he he's a young guy. He's got, he uh, owns a couple houses over in Fort Worth. And um, he got him. And while he was in college, he was living one. He ended up buying the thing. It's a rent house now. His buddy got this little composite flat bottom boat. And uh, it was behind their house. They put a casting platform on it, a little trolling motor, all this stuff. Well, it's behind his house. Now they're graduating from college. They're out and all that. And he comes up to me just a couple months ago. And he's like, hey, buddy's got this boat. we got to get rid of it. I told him he's got to get it out from behind my house. You know, I got other renters. And he goes, he, he wants 500 bucks for it. And he shows me a picture of it. I was like, no. <laughs> like two hours later. Uh, 150 if you'll come get it this weekend. <laughs> and, um, it's like, I call Clay and I'm like, we're going to Fort Worth. So we've got this, so we've got this, it's about a 10 foot, it, it fits in between the, the wheel wells and the Tacoma, so it's a little bit less than four feet. Okay. Because uh, a piece of plywood will not fit in between the wheel right. wells. Um, and so, I only, oh boy. 
brought half of the trailer hitch to bring it back. Oh, well, the, yeah, that was, yeah, yeah. yeah, no. And it also, you can, you can carry it in a truck without the hitch extender because, uh, we didn't have the part of the hitch extender that actually makes the thing work. So anyway, it, it's, it's great. So it's, it's on the side of my house, but, uh, it needs some work, but we're, the plan is that we're going to take this the boat. The White Rock Flats boat. It's going to, so. It is officially the White Rock Flats boat. It's the, yeah, the Brought White Rock Flats boat. by so the, Cast Your question, Faith Boat Works. Quick question. Hold on. Can we just dial it back? He said half of a hitch. Just don't just so the, the half plan of for my the, bed extender. Yeah, the like the you know the thing that sticks out and yeah. Oh yeah. He he brought that thing. O- you only have to half have of it. You have a Tacoma. <laughs> well, you going to carry like a long kayak or anything? Any pickup truck? You got anyway. For the record, my Tacoma has a um, ridiculous amount of stickers. That? Hitch receiver. Yeah. So that's, the whole reason we took my Tacoma instead of his yeah, Tacoma, yeah, mine, mine doesn't have one, was yeah. because he didn't have one. So yeah, ultimately, it was a horrible. I'll just go with Kenneth. I felt and horrible. And, anyway, training. so here's I the thing. Feel the, like we could, yeah, yeah. So it, anyway, it worked. So we got this thing. My my plan is, you know, you got carp on there, and this whole fly fishing for carp deal is a b- bigger thing, and it's as close as close as you can get for like you know. Shooting at you know bonefish and whatnot, mm-hmm. so I think we've got a whole opportunity to to set up like a like a training school for people that are about to go on their dream trip to the Bahamas. So you're going to commercialize this? I, I think there's there's you no doubt out a way to monetize. I think them. that Cast Your Faith needs to have like this. Uh, it, we're we're going to have a whole deal where it's we're not even so much teaching you how to do it, right? It's that we're giving you the opportunity to prepare for your to trip learn of a how lifetime. To do it. Yeah. So we're, we'll take you out on the flats boat. I think it's I, I you know an, an easy Help six eight hundred dollars of half you. day yeah. eight hundred dollars um, for three hours. Thank you very much. Yeah, I, I will mean, bring you gonna, a sack lunch. Yeah, well, I, I mean, <laughs> sack lunch. We'll have you can have all eight beers in the six pack and. Uh, just all as a side eight. note, all eight. can yeah. you imagine how wrong your life is going if you bring Clay $800 <laughs> to stand on a flats boat at White Rock Lake and then he makes you a sack lunch? <laughs> this is the thing. So it's it's funny that you said, because... This is all made out of pallets, right? So, so it's funny thing. So we've been on, you know, we've been on a bunch of trips together and Clay has made me a sandwich once. I, I didn't think you could mess this up, right? Like it's bread, it's some meat and some cheese and maybe a little mayo, a little mustard. I don't remember what he gave me, but it wasn't that. Okay. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> it just wasn't good. I was trying to save money to to actually make the trip, Thank the last trip happen, which I was it. Yes, I know. Thank you very much. Our producer, financier, Mr. Kenneth Lawrence, but <laughs> I'm pretty sure he just called me his fiance. <laughs> yeah, he totally did. English is not his first language. No, no, I'm and sorry. No, that's that just no, that's just offensive. That's not oh. another language. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. I'm so, all about that. Yes. Yeah. But we were in, in no way meaning to insult any of our Asian listeners or, or herpetologists. <laughs> herpetologists, yeah. So uh, it was bimbo bread, white bread, and Jeff said, who over five 
eats a sandwich on white bread. So he was upset about that. He was upset that I got thin I sliced. Mm-hmm. Yes, white bread is I think white bread uh, is yes, good. yes, with barbecue. No, but he was worried that it would I mean, okay, stick barbecue. to the roof yeah. of his mouth. Well, sure. it it you know, does. It's, it's, it's basically just a that's because you take a bite. So how you stop that is you take a bite of sandwich, you eat two chips. The chips ground up their course, and it takes it off of the roof of your mouth, and then you swallow it down with a. I just have to say, this bitters. actually is really well thought out. It it is. I'm gonna also throw out there that if we need a strategy to digest a sandwich that we we, we just need to go back to the drawing board perhaps that, we've, we've that messed children up eat. yeah yeah right. yeah thank you very much do you take jared tall when you click those glasses together mm, you could also just he not forced that one he, he did he did he's just he they can't let the there. click glasses go the funny thing about him and always giving me a hard time about the click glasses is that one i was tying flies with him uh, a couple of weeks ago, and fake news. Well, no, no, we were. In fact, it was on. Yeah, fish. they still yes. haven't caught fish yeah. with them. Yes. Well, yes. no, actually, I have caught several fish off of Jeff's SMPs. I was going to say, yeah, he's caught fish on my flies, but uh, yeah. <laughs> no, not, and and, and this own. is the thing: is that I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna suggest that maybe, maybe you should maybe you should throw some reading glasses on next time you're tying, because. Um, uh, there's some sloppy Surely work it'll help. On ship. I, yeah, I'd rather throw your flies. Okay. Well, he's, um, he's best resigned. fly, best fly, is a free fly. I'm pretty sure it's that uh, red and white popper that the I red use. Red and white popper. Do white popper. Yeah. That's you guys right. can kiss my ass. That's right. Well, I, I actually I want some cotton candy lizards. Is what I want. Weightless well, cotton. Yeah, candy weightless lizards. cotton candy. I need a pocket those full of those. lizards. I don't think they make them anymore. Oh, but yeah. good lord. That actually reminds me of I've I don't my buddy over uh, I don't think it made it on the podcast but <laughs> you you told me a story about the maybe it did on the first episode about uh, the guy that you knew that was when he had oh, clients, the power bait, the power yeah. bait that's sneaking the power bait and rubbing it on gotta the hook. Get paid. Yeah. Gotta get paid. It's uh, it's nice to be a purist, but I'm a capitalist. <laughs> that's yeah. And now they've got guys throwing three, four flies on a single line. <clears throat> Man, yeah. Crazy. Well, I mean, I usually fish two flies for trout. I mean, why wouldn't you? I don't I can't, know. Answer I, can't, I, I can't. I can't. Because I've only caught one trout. Yeah. I've caught two trout my entire life, but how they were. Yeah. Let's we're just make to, it more fun. Nowhere Back in the near summer of like '97, me and my brother bought a bag of Berkeley Powerbait seven-inch worms, Tequila Sunrise. Okay. Thousand. A thousand. A thousand plastic worms. Do you still have some of those? We actually still have about twenty. <laughs> <laughs> I That's kid a, I mean, you not. We went through five hundred of those that summer. What at uh, Texoma? Or just uh, in the neighborhood ponds? Uh, Ray Roberts, Texoma, okay. Cedar Creek, Fork, like, uh Fork, uh Cooper. Yeah. Okay. And there's Ooh, one more right over there. No, there. Oh yeah, Monticello too, actually. But there was one other one I can't remember. Bob Sandlin. Nope. Yeah. Are you looking at your map? No, <laughs> I'm not. It's no, he's awesome. looking at girls in bikinis <laughs> on Instagram again. <laughs> you did Monticello and not Bob Sandlin. What's map. the third one? 
Um, so it's Monticello, Bob Sandlin, and uh, oh, God, I've I actually I've Kicked never out of fished Texas it immediately. Never fished it, but I went tubing on it mm-hmm. and ended tubing up tubing on a lake. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it sounded good. Okay, so th- this is yeah. the thing where the cattle. No, oh, it's not Cato. I'm sorry. Jesus. Two, two things. We don't need to scream into the microphone. And two, um, this is that whole bog down the thing and the dead air air deal. Just tell them what lake it is. Cypress Springs. Um, yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, I said Cypress. And I knew there was What were we trying you to said, guess? He oh. said what? What were we trying to guess? I don't know. I zoned out a while ago. No, the the lakes that the waters that he threw the tequila sunrises. Mm. That right. They mm. bought a thousand of, and he has gotcha. Left. Which is big, also th- this is going to do a little bite plug or bite club plug. Bite club plug. Bite club <laughs> plug. Super hard. Unique to say. New York. <laughs> uh, right next to those three magnificent lakes is. Pittsburgh, Texas. Yes, sir. Right. Yep. It is. Yes, sir. Which is home of the Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Hot, Hot Links. Links. Okay. All right. Which, if you don't know any better, you're not supposed to eat the casing. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> My father loved Pittsburgh Hot Links. And. But they were the most foul thing in my life. <laughs> they were <laughs> giant <laughs> grease bobs. Yeah. For, a lot, okay. for a lot of people that don't know, I would like to give out a shout out to Bike Club Barbecue Ooh, because Bike Club Barbecue. they do cater um, 95% of the Cast Your Faith primitive camping trips. And uh, they also... <laughs> are, are we going to just pretend that Kenneth is not Bike Club Barbecue? Like, are we trying to keep this a secret for some reason? <laughs> no, but Bike, very, bike very Club Barbecue has always come through with the menus and planning. Thank you very much. Back to Brian Wilmer. I love the formatics. Yeah, we're, we're, we're getting I, I think so good at this. We're really professional. We are. I, don't, it, I haven't said. And just skip that over time. to Kenneth Lord. Hit the post. So, yeah, so I had uh, my intention was, and I even have it with me, my intention was we were going to do video on this one as well, but I got so bogged down with our new microphone tech that I just couldn't throw another thing at it. That's a lot. But since you cannot see this, uh, all of our listeners, they all need to know that we are now speaking into gold-plated microphones. I'm sorry, but we are uh, 1980s official. I mean, these things... These are straight out of the Rush Limbaugh Excellence in Broadcasting Starter Kit. Oh, I believe that's the EIB Network. EIB Network, yeah. Yeah. Mine's kind of turning green already, so... (laughs) We don't don't talk about that. They can't see it. Don't put it on your finger. Oh, yeah, don't touch it. Don't touch it. (laughs) Yes, we've taken taken a giant step forward in our uh, technical abilities, and hopefully it reflects in sound quality. Of the audio, not of the right, quality yeah, of the, the broadcast. Yeah, the the product is still going to be garbage, obviously. Sound, sound quality is different than content, content quality. Yeah, still yeah, that's good, good job on complete trash. Giant void in technological content. guy in the group. Wait, what? That what? He was trying to say that he could have fixed all this. There's absolutely zero chance of that. No, I yeah, could have just I, dialed you into the right direction. <laughs> yeah, so I... It, 
No question. No. For, fortunately, as we've mentioned, my brother is the the sound engineer, and on FaceTime, thank you, Chris Jacoby. Yeah, it out. he he did not want to be met, ripped into this. I mean, that's his <laughs> livelihood. But if um, we ever make yeah. a million dollars, we'll give you a hundred. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> maybe a thousand. And let me also say, the real yeah. MVP of all of this is Jared Ferris helping us to scavenge a USB <laughs> Type B cord. That's right. I mean, so I, I, I had literally like a dozen sitting at my house, and you didn't bring us. And a you didn't bring one. us a single you one. You said you had one, but you, you thanks still to didn't Jared bring us one. Ferris. I was preparing dinner for my family. That's not true. It was eight thirty at night. You don't live with vampires. You were not <laughs> providing them dinner. Are you European? What's a, what, did you just hit the microphone? I did. I that is awesome. This is why awesome. we. This is why we can't have nice things. So, no, don't, oh, no, no, I just no, got okay, a new no, no, sound no, effect. No, 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 no. Do not uh, do stop. God. Okay, please. Oh my god. Oh my god, so good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Seriously, this is going to sound... I mean, we were doing so well. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time.